Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 15, Episode 6, The World Before Time. Time, 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 time. Before laws that prevented a man from loving a woman or another boy who might be under society's quite arbitrary ages for consent. And the man was someone we knew in a various place. <laughs> and that's all we can say. That's all we can later. say. We still, the indictment is still out. Right. So we can't really talk about um, my his trial <laughs> yeah. until it's... Uh, they never caught me. Yes, on Fox <laughs> 11 News. So. Um, well, Benny says, quick question. Have you... A, wait, sorry. Question. You, you have, have a Tacos a, for Life out there? Eight at one, three times in North Carolina. No, we are life for tacos out here in yes, SoCal, exactly. Um, and then we have Death by Tacos as well, too. Right, right, right. And there's um, Pink Taco, which is actually a place in Vegas. That was almost... Death by Tacos was almost what Michael Douglas died of. Because right. as we all know, I got throat cancer from eating too much pussy. Right. Not right, from right. chain smoking for 37 years. Right, right, right. <laughs> Not any of those other reasons, yes. but yes. Just the warts. Right. All these ladies wanted to romance my stones. Yes. <laughs> they were emerald green. We just uh, watched that movie, my lovely wife, Hera's, and you I. You said that last week. Okay. And uh, Well, no, but I didn't <laughs> no. talk about the scene that I... I only saw that movie when I was a kid with my parents. Mm-hmm. And the scene where uh, Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas, uh, they're running away from the evil fucking military coup guys, whatever, that are mm-hmm. looking for the stone. The treasure map that they have, they... Right. they uh, Slide down a mudslide. Okay. Fall into a pool of water, and she falls with on her butt with her legs spread like she's going to give birth, and he literally slips and falls with his head right in her crotch, and oh, there's God. just that com- comedic moment where he looks up and he's just like a little smile. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of yeah. old-timey good kind of and, magic. And all I could think of was, hey, no matter how lovely Kathleen Turner's character is, she has been in the jungles of Mexico for four days and traveling. I'm like, I'm. I don't think she can have a chance to shower down there. <laughs> well, you never. It's know. her job to be clean. It's not exactly, his job to be right. clean. To wipe his mouth. Up. Yes. <laughs> uh, he's welcome. Brush those teeth. <laughs> welcome to the. Well, he got to wipe. He's got to wipe the can Brush the cancer cells off. Exactly. Um, oh, is it because I'm not centered? God damn it. What? Sorry, I'm doing updates on Instagram. It was all wonky again, but now oh, I can center it. And you it's need fine. to find your center. I just wrote, after technical difficulties, oh, we're back. Oh, perfect. Uh, so, yeah, welcome to the show. Welcome to Probing Jancient Jalians uh, for a classic Tuesday night after a holiday night record. We took last night off. It was uh, the 5th of July, uh, which we all had as a lovely... Uh, you know, we're on, we were on the bank holidays See? as uh, all of our European employment counterparts yeah, that work at our company or any yeah. company we work with Europeans, they don't just say uh, everyone has the day off or it's a national holiday. They say, oh, it's a bank holiday. Right. Um, the banks are on yeah. the holiday, so uh, we are not out here today. This bank is uh, not only for cash, it's also a cemetery. <laughs> um, Does anybody want to leave here <laughs> for never? But <laughs> You know, you go I in don't, don't. and not leave again <laughs> forever. Uh, who wants to suffocate in the vault? <laughs> who, 
Who would like to be strangled by my hand? Oh, no, hand? there's plenty of airflow in the vault. It's uh, You will be choking on my nuts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and he uh, just uh, has uh, these uh, <laughs> Costco box of walnuts. Yes. <laughs> okay, you, sir, come yes. up here. Yes. You look very soft and nice. Yes. Despite the, the Kirkland brand, uh, these macadamias are very expensive in yeah. Austria. Yeah. Even uh, further export process, yes. import process right, uh, right, from right. Hawaii. Well, export from Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was always a big joke on like old like 80s, 90s kids movies kind of. It was like, oh, he's in the, whenever someone was shady, it's like, tell him I'm an import-exporter. I'm an, right, I'm an right. importer-exporter. I, ne- right. I never knew what that fucking meant. Um, anyway. Well, it fell off a truck. Exactly. Right, never <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, they're <laughs> just saying because it fell off, so I found it. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Welcome to twitch.tv slash Probing Ancient Aliens, where all of, all of our best friends... Even Power Nick. Including Power Nick 50, who subscribed with a, Prime, a Twitch Prime membership, uh, where you can link your Amazon Prime account to a Twitch Prime account. And you subscribe to our podcast, our records, every single week, usually Mondays around 7 or 8 Pacific time. See. Uh, and it gives us free money. You already have the Amazon Prime account, and it gives us a little... Schedule for no uh, sweat to roll off your nuts. See to me. Um, but uh, yeah, thank you for supporting the show with your subscription to the podcast feed. Thank you for supporting us at patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens, like uh, almost 40 of you do out there. Um, and you guys, you guys and gals, you little 40 of you. pro astronauts, get two exclusive podcasts every month about. Different red red wines. Exactly. Um, and uh, <laughs> one of them's called Take My And, apostrophe A and D. And then the other one is, of course, Feel So Fine. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> feel So. In parentheses, yeah. rocking all of the time. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Allah, A L A. Yes. <laughs> the uh, A. T I. Praise Allah. Exactly. Yes. When you buy the next cab, it's right. the Emmy. Because those, those podcasts are actually just. Uh, Islamic sleeper podcasts that are programming your brains out there right. to be sleeper agents for exactly. for the Kaaba itself uh, and the black meteor stone that may have been brought here by extraterrestrials. See, uh, see, see. But yeah, go to patreon.com slash probing ancient aliens where you get two exclusive podcasts every month, one of which is probing deeper where we probe a few knuckles deeper into subjects related to this show, to the people on this show, the subjects on this show, and Pretty much anything in the science fiction, paranormal, yeah. high strangeness world. Yeah. Uh, and then the other podcast is our monthly uh, Ghost Adventures podcast called Adventurous Ghosts, where we do this same format, but for the Travel Channel's very popular show, Ghost Adventures. Oh, yeah. Returning for new episodes this July 22nd. We will not be reviewing those episodes for probably 10 years yeah. at a once a month rate. It'll be um, nice. I was, I was thinking, too, we can talk off air. I'd have to ask the patrons. I'd have to. But I would love to test a... Either a separate feed, I don't know if that would be better, probably better for SEO, but or, or just release the episodes of Adventurous Ghosts as a bonus podcast on the regular feed, on a more regular basis, too, mm-hmm. um, just to see how it does. See, I really just want to see if Zach Bagans yeah, shuts you just us down. Wanna, yeah, give Zach a big kiss. Yes. Um, because if he tries to shut us down, probing ancient aliens only succeeds even, if even yeah. more. If it's on the same feed. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, Bobani said, Did you see that piece of shit? Uh, Jeremy Corbell show up with his goons on TMZ about all the disclosure. Oh, I did not. I did not. We'll wow. have to check that out. Um, somebody followed us just recently, and it said Jeremy Corbell follows them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy shit, who is this person? But then right. 
it just seemed to be a person with like 400 followers. So oh, okay. I'll have to do some research. But, um, yeah. and then uh, if you want some Probing Ancient Aliens merchandise, like t shirts and hoodies, mm-hmm. just in time for summer, the thickest hoodies, uh, and beanies, just in time for summer as well. No, I think we don't have any beanies, just hats. Uh, old snapback. I think we had beanies on there. Do we? Okay. I could be wrong. Um, sandals. Prolapse socks, right? All sorts of stuff, and then also uh, the get some shebang. get some disc golf discs to play with. See, and disc golf apparel with the uh, artwork on those apparels, original yep. artwork by yep. our friends. Um, even some crossover between our podcast <laughs> logos and uh, podcast fonting letter work. See as well. Bobandy King Daddy says, "Give the Patreons or the Patreons say, give it to the masses." So we'll okay, see. we'll okay. see. Yeah, but I mean that I, could be yeah, like you said. Once we're kind of off, not exactly. off air, but just kind of need some in betweener. Right, it'll like, be alien, it'll be general paranormal, and then maybe right. yeah, once or twice a month, the ghosts. Yeah, I was I was thinking like because like whenever we do the 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 follow up weekly show when we catch up to the the probing or right, to right, the right. ancient aliens episodes. To supplement it with like, hey, Adventurous Ghost presented by Probing Ancient. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, or again, or other paranormal, right? Just shit. I just, know. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I, I always ask the patrons. They're always like, we don't care. Like, it's, as long as you're not releasing it like the same week on the free feeds. But honestly, every single, almost every single Patreon that I subscribe to that are podcasts, mm-hmm. I'm just paying to get early stuff, and then eventually it's always released. So or, or there's ver- a couple very special things that never get released to the public. Right, like the action boys. But I right? couldn't, yeah. But I, I couldn't give two shits. It's like, hey, I'm glad to get it five days early and commercial free because everyone else that gets to listen to it has to listen to their dynamic right. ads so and all that have, stuff well, too. We still have to collect that commercial money. <laughs> yeah, sixty dollars. <laughs> uh, no, we didn't. We, I need to do a better job of like going out on all those podcast networks. It's, it's like. It's right. talking to some Euro guy, and he gets your information and puts it on there. Right, it's like right, no cost right. to us. But um, but uh, it is funny, though. There's a lot of podcasts in the paranormal world, which I'm listening to quite a bit now, mm-hmm. who are always championing that they don't do ads and they don't go on podcast networks and whatever. And I'm like – but also those are the shows that uh, – tend to already have been somebody in the field for a very long time and who mm-hmm. know a lot of people just mm-hmm. from like 30 years of research or the guy, that Greg Bishop guy who works on Coast to Coast and stuff like right, that. Right, right. I'm like, well, I guess you can get by. Like, He just likes to talk about shit, which is great, and it's a good show. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's kind of weird that there's this like, I've only heard it there where it's like, we, I refuse to ever do ads and this. And I'm like, nobody would care if you made some money. It's not like right. it hurts the show <laughs> at all too, you know. But anyway, um, I've uh, I've been listening to Monsters Among Us. Uh, I think I'm on like the 60th episode because they're all like a half hour, 45 okay. minutes. But it's uh, it's cool. We it, it's it's one of those guys that was on the podcast panel at Alien Con. Uh, Derek Hayes. Yeah. He has the beard and the like. He always wears a baseball hat. Um, but it's a pretty good show. Yeah. Uh, and even I even it's in the first two seasons of it. It changes from the name changes from Here There Be Monsters to Monsters Among Us, and it's because some other show. Tried to sue him or mm-hmm. le- or had a cease and desist saying you can't call yourself here there be monsters. Oh, so, stupid. Yeah, okay. stupid. Um, but uh, he's also on that paranormal kind of camera show okay. too. Um, but yeah, we are here. We are VR. straight. We're yeah. straight. Yeah, ish. Uh, ish. Um, able to able to completely show respect and admiration for a handsome. Male, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, confident enough in I manhood. I that man. Yeah. Even that is kind of a funny phrase to say, 
I'm confident enough in my manhood that I'm not gay, as if gay guys are not manly or man. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, totally. <laughs> no, that's always one of those things that. they have to battle. No, for sure, because it's like, well, you're saying we're not tough and exactly. whatever, right? Can't, can't, can't suck a thing. A little light in the loafers. Um... <laughs> Marketing but, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. Lamazing says, it's not about the ads. It's about the marketing baby. Got an internship doing two digital marketing jobs. Just running social medias and creating posts and email blasts. Anything you guys be... Oh, yes. We are both uh, very familiar yes. with all of those we, chingaderos. Yes. Uh, appreciate chatting old shop, but Joey and I have been in yeah. digital, e-com, marketing, yeah. social media for yes. 12 years. Yeah. Since 08. Yeah, at least. Well, yeah. and then I was at another You're, place at 06. Yes. So. Doing the sunscreen. No, before that, I was where we were. Doing the as sunscreen. An intern. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doing the sunscreen. Oh, duh. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, Wearing sunscreen sometimes. That was 2006. Yes. That was in the MySpace days, yeah. baby. Uh, drove a lot of traffic with that. Yeah. Very organically, yeah. too. Uh, big rig. Bill Big Rig on social media, exactly. cyberspace. Yeah. Roads. Yeah. Just trucking down, baby. Uh, anywho, so yeah, facilitated a lot of trafficking. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people have gone missing. Yeah. Why do you think MySpace Never is still found. around? Yeah, yeah. It's now MySpace, not right. your space. Uh, and that's their whole body. Yes, um, exactly. No. Uh, what's it called? No. So Joey and I do that, but then we do that so much we're burnt out when we get yes. home. So then we don't want to do that exactly. after work. Yes. Uh, which sometimes we do, but a lot of times. Yeah. We so we appreciate the uh, the help and um, what's it called? I, I also I also Mr. thought Lazing. um I also thought too taking some of them wouldn't wouldn't be great because I not I mean they all look pretty good but some of the art that I already did for right. the post could be t-shirts I would wear some of those t-shirts for sure yeah we would just need it high res enough to, exactly to print. Yes. so uh, I think those I got could those be good PSDs yeah um, anyway yeah it is a it's a warm the spring collection <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> Ugh, uh, yeah just doing our real yeah. job now on our fi- oh god right. well uh, that's what it would be though yeah uh, yeah it's a uh, uh, it's it's been a warm couple of days after July fourth Independence Day. Uh, you celebrated that. We're not. I'm not asking how you're doing yet. You yeah, celebrated yeah. on the other coast, right? right so you right. saw fireworks three hours before I did. I think exactly. Looking uh, at spoiler alert. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smelled some different ocean air than I did. Yeah, it was quite nice. Um, but uh, uh, not a ton of uh, alien news. There is also not a ton, meaning zero new reviews. So. Please, I all the people on the Twitch have left reviews for us. I believe multiple times, and we appreciate that. Go tell, go tell your grandmothers specifically that we need their <laughs> reviews, their support, Please. their love, their affection. Uh, only grandmothers that identify as them, they there. Yes. Uh, and then, what was your joke? It was. Uh, uh, bro dude yes. was one. <laughs> I was gonna, I'm like, what can I put on these things that is funny, but. Yes. Not offensive, right, but anything right. that's funny will be offensive. Exactly. So it's going to yeah. be like, bro dude was one. And then, um, <laughs> God, what, what, it was like it and oh, thing or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but uh, no, never used Canva. Amazing. Yeah. I'm sure that is a uh, social media hub suite. Something or other. Yeah. Similar to Hoot Suite. Yeah. Um, Hoot Darf. But. Uh, uh yeah we've uh, we've uh, we've hit 
a wall and I am going to kill myself. No. Perfect. Um, no, there is really no big alien news other than what Bob Andy brought up, who is always on the cusp of the oh, yeah. alien news. Um, I knew nothing. Sorry. And uh, uh, I realize now as well that I, I did not even try because I forgot to look at paranormal investigations which are starting to go off this summer as well so uh need to do that because i really want to uh i need to i need to supplement all the alien talk with a more well-balanced diet of monsters ghosts cryptids yeah uh lights orbs and um demons exactly flesh particles exactly yes materializing (laughs) right yeah um but uh yeah thanks for Everyone that was very nice uh, reaching out about my wife. She's doing much better now. Uh, she gets her final blood test where we hope the pregnancy hormones are at zero now. Yeah. So, um, Also, as a cynical true test that no one in my family listens to this show, not a single person, I heard the show. You didn't tell us that Sarah had a miscarriage. Uh, 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 <laughs> so it was a test. Talked it about it extensively. All a test. Yes. <laughs> test your family who doesn't give a shit about this. Um... But, uh, yeah, I, I think that uh, um, fucking uh, John Jackson, I think, I think he is the leader in the current Cold War for our Patreon dollars. Oh, okay. Um, I did a little pregnant pause there, which yeah. uh, makes people go, whoa, did, did the podcast whoa, have quit whoa, or something? Whoa, ha, it ha, ha, it's ha. a power move. Um, yeah, so, so Bobandi... We have not mentioned this because it it only ha- well, no it happened it happened the night of the last show, uh, so we did not talk about it. Right. But as of June thirtieth, Big John on the Patreon Patreon as a patron is now a fifty dollar Uber Duber Uber Duber well, Galactic Daddyo. And like we said, it's a it's a war of attrition because yeah. Bobandi in the long run. So it's like win yeah. the battle, win the war. Mm-hmm. Bobandi in the war. Right. He is trucking hard because he's yes. been at that 35 oh, yeah. for, what, a year yeah. and a half? Uh, more than plus? that, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the, yeah, Bobandi is, he can fuck all night long. He can yeah. fuck for days. He can take you to Sandals Resort and fuck the shit out of you. So you can't even put them coconut-flavored tiki drinks to your mouth because yes. you're so tired. Your body okay. is so tired. Yes. Um, yes. You keep telling me <laughs> <Yes>. that. <laughs> Uh, but Sounds uh, amazing. But yeah, thank you, John, for for your uh, quick Lovely. but voluminous pop uh, right exactly. in our faces on Patreon. Sometimes you just got that big old Ooh. massive little protein shake. Uh, sometimes you got that big old massive substantial. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, no better way to say, it. honey, I Fantastic got a massive work. substantial for you. Can go back to my five dollars. Oh, oh. Well, baby, <laughs> all the way back now. It's uh, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, because now they're all making up fully for his <laughs> former 35 every month. Uh, it's all evening out. No, but uh, appreciate it. Please please stop putting the money higher, though. Right. Uh, very much appreciated. But, um, uh, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, what I have to say about that. Yes. So uh, we are trying to get more some more stuff out to right. you guys, though, as well. Um, no semen samples. That's only See, for sandals. Sorry. Sandal flops. Uh, other than that, I think that John is going to ask, how are you doing, Steve? How are you doing, Joey? Joseph. I'm doing good. Yeah, I went out to the old East Coast and uh, met uh, 
what's it called? What am I? I always forget what I've disclosed here, and I don't think anyone else listens, if you know what I mean. Well, again, <laughs> it's a test. Who cares? Of so. the thing. So, uh, but uh, yes, the woman I love, who's taken me back, uh, went back and met her father down in Florida. Yeah, you talked about all that last Some of week. That. Well, not, did I talk about going to Florida? I just said, both no, but, uh, yeah. but but I know, yeah, 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 yeah. other stuff. But not everyone knows future all father in law. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Just because kinda... oh, people were also very nice in messages you might not have seen, just congratulating you for uh, finding love again. Exactly. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. While well, also checking in on Sarah. Right. 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 The double down. Yeah. The good and the bad. They wanted. Um, they wanted to see pictures. I said. Right. That right. Was right. Rude <laughs> and sad. Of me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. No. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, of the Howard Stern. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was fun being out in the old Bobandy land, mm-hmm. hanging out. And uh, it was very flat, so I kept thinking of Bobandy and what mm-hmm. he would be like riding his bike around right. in a mountainless land. Right. Um, but yeah, it was hot, humid. Because you can just keep that. I mean, Bobandy can correct me if I'm wrong. You can keep that that bike in high gear pretty much in Florida because you don't need any torque to get up them hills, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. There's nothing to, to, to. Well, you want, yeah, you want that torque. For the flatland, yes. Yeah, oh, I see. That oh, spin. that makes yeah, sense. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, overall, it was a, a good trip. Um, yeah, did you have hot. any hand dogs? I sent you a picture. You did, and I didn't see that until again way later. At but, my uh, party, I ate eleven hot dogs, oh, <laughs> and I, I mean, I had been I'd exercised, but like literally, hand dogs like that, which we've talked about this before. One of the things Steve, Steve, and I cherished separately, uh, but then when we met and talked about it at some point randomly. Was the little the little after hours party that we have solo when when you're out watching the fireworks at the family Fourth of July barbecue? Yes, and everyone's distracted by those oh, yeah. those beautiful sparks and lights and things mm-hmm. and explosions. You sneak in like a like a '70s cartoon villain, and, ding, yeah. ding, 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 and then you fucking just go to town and just eat those dry, greasy. Well, they're greasy. Yeah, uh, no but matter what. you're not you're not wasting time with buns, ketchup, right, or whatever. Right, right. You're just going. You're just fucking hand meeting that oh, shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, I and had three chili dogs. Nice. I think maybe a, a fourth Sonic dog. Sonic the Hedgehog style. And then I think at <laughs> night I got shit, but I just raw dogged a, a one out of uh-huh, the fridge. Uh-huh. It was cold. Oh yeah. <laughs> and again, or it's one, of, it's one yeah. of those foods. I could have eaten eleven more and not felt full. It just right, right, disappears right. in your, right. your body. Yeah. But I guess it's all the training we did as a child exactly. to desensitize our our right. bodies to, right, right. to hot dog meat. essence. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Those things liquefy down pretty good. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of geckos out there too. Yes. Like yeah, yeah. Insane. Um, but yeah, the hot the heat, again, it's the wet heat, but. It wasn't ever like a hundred. It it gets up to like high eighties and like maybe ninety, mm-hmm. which that was hot. But um, but yeah, it was kind of eighties. Kind of rained in the afternoon every day. Yeah. But yeah, overall it was a good trip. Nice. Not too jet lagged coming going there or coming back. Just okay. kind of a little overall just tired. So yeah. I'll probably go a little nighty night after this. Obviously, not that I wouldn't anyway. But right. I'm not like dragging like oh god. Like yeah, la- yeah. Last night I was tired. But. You're not secure. Had a security on Skinwalker exactly. Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. Hey guys. <laughs> I just don't want anything spooky here. Okay. I, I know you're scientists and know what you're doing, but I just I can't get behind this. It's too spooky. <laughs> Literally, all that guy says is, "I know you're all experts, but fuck you. I want this right, to happen right, this right, way." Right, it's right, like, right, okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I got another therapy appointment coming up this week, nice. which I don't know if I talked about last week, but yeah, I, I had a weird memory because you go through those you yes know, memories, and it was like one was I was a child skateboarding. I got made fun of because I went 
to the store and I kept a dumb helmet on because uh-huh. my mom wanted me to, but it was yeah, like yeah. A, a shitty bike helmet. So right, right. Uh, it was funny just thinking. Like I mean, it was sad and the the thing and all yeah. that stuff. But <laughs> thinking I was like, oh, I'm just being a good little boy with my dumb oh, bike yeah. helmet. You know, yep. driving around. It was kind of you know, fun. Fun. Was that back. was that purpose it led into, or was it kind of a side thing that it led down? No, it was just like naturally. keep going backwards when you were feeling yeah, yeah. stuff or whatever. And just it's like, it's oh, very yeah, this interesting. Was a time when I you know did the right thing, but felt like shit. Maybe you know right. tied into that sort of deal. Yeah, um, when you start. Realizing that all these memories fall into like maybe five or six major buckets in your life mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. themes of like who you right, are, right, 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 <laughs> and then and then when people fucked you over for that or you mm-hmm, fucked yourself mm-hmm, over mm-hmm. for that or whatever too. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I had a memory where I was I had eaten shit. Super, I was I was driving to the grocery store to run an errand for my mom, yeah. and that was the only thing on the menu. <laughs> yes, <shit. laughs> yes, the classic grocery store menu. Yeah, uh, I mean they have the deli, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the poop deli, but well, it could uh, have been in the car, you know, yeah. served as a meal on the way to go. Uh, no, I fucking uh, ate shit on my bike, you know, so I could I could <laughs> ride my bike, you know, without any hands. It was right, pretty right, good, so right. I could eat poop. Uh, no, I fell real. I fell over the handlebars, uh, scraped the shit out of my knee, my shin. I was like gushing blood. It was like some of the worst pain I'd felt. It was I think it was like ten or eleven, so it was like I was aware of pain more than I. I had probably gotten injured harder when you don't care about your safety Stop. and yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. five or six years old right playing with the neighborhood going off ramps and like on yeah. other, all and you're this not shit clenched up like exactly and so uh i was very hurt i think i sprained my ankle pretty bad too and so i was like walking to the grocery store or to thrifties or something which was like mm-hmm. at the far end of this like mini mall and in my head i was like literally like tons of people just walked by and didn't look at me and it was then that i learned that like oh like because i just wanted someone to like look at me and go, are you okay? Or something Mm -hmm. like that. And not a single person did. Right. But then I realized how much it was, it was, it was a sad realization that I expected strangers to react to that because no one did at home. (laughs) Like if I would have hurt myself, it would have been, you got to stop crying. You got to stop yelling so loud because it was all about my mom being embarrassed if we were in public or like Mm -hmm. all this shit too, you know? So, uh, another funny bike memory that was sad. Um, <laughs> oh, good night, Patrick Matthews. Yes. May you That's dream of our baby mouth and baby boy. See, uh, as you are the baby dad, forever young. Yes. Uh, but and Bo um, Bandy said, next time you're in Florida, you get a dinner by me. I was yeah, I was about two two and a half hours away from you, so that's why I didn't quite push that too hard. And he said, wind is the great equalizer while riding mm, down there. That makes sense. Um, and that so thicker yeah. air too. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, destroys the lubes for the gears. Exactly. Um, I don't even know if that's true. Yeah, I assume rust is a pr- yeah rust is a bigger problem Rusty. out there. Rust. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, that I mean that was pretty much your weekend in a nutshell. Yeah, exactly. Right? Florida yeah. trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I uh, I played a good amount of disc golf uh, this weekend. Uh, I think I did a solo bolo La Mirada session. Okay. Um, and uh, shot pretty good over there as well. Uh, and there was uh, uh, some people, some girls were there. And they <laughs> uh, Ding Dong Bunnies went, oh. Uh, but um, if I wasn't a happily married man, which I am, it would have mm. been a classic Brazzers uh, scene opener. Because <laughs> uh, it, like, yeah. it was like three girls. They were like all Brand stoked, new. all playing. You know, and like uh, they let me play through. Like mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, they were like, oh, it's our second time. We're playing really slow. And I was like, hey, if it's your second time playing and you already have good etiquette and let people play through, that's great. Right. Uh, and so I threw, I, I parked uh, hole 
two okay. uh, on Lakeside over there with my red. I brought out my trusty old red lightweight yeah, 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 Enigma yeah. that actually throws nice. Okay. Uh, yeah, I like the Enigma on that because I can turn it enough and have it fade back. Yes, so. yes, and avoid that gutter right, section right, over right, there. Right. Uh, but they were like, uh, they were like, I didn't even know it could go that far. Uh, and <laughs> so I was, long. and I was, and <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to be. I, I was like, I was like, hey, Don't you didn't. I said you didn't ask. Yeah. Uh, but it's about average size, very thick. No, yeah, I yeah. was like, you didn't ask, but uh, and I I promoted spin and throw disc golf because because yeah. it is very nice to hear. Like even just today, mm-hmm. uh, the first time I was playing in the early morning at El Dorado, yeah, uh, I parked hole seven uh, with my renegade. So like through go. the trees there, okay, and uh, and I was doing it from my stand, my my swing into the tuck exercise. Are you going and low trees or going high trees? Straight low, baby. Okay. Dead center through there. Um, and uh, uh, the, there are three very nice stoner guys let me play through. And, mm-hmm. and the guy was like, man, through that from standstill? Like, I can't do half of that from standstill. And then I didn't want to talk to them anymore, so I didn't promote right, spin right, and throw right, disc golf because right, right, it turns right. into a whole conversation. Say thanks. Yes. Yeah. And then another guy later today complimented my throw uh, on hole two, El Dorado. And his friend, when I said spin and throw, he's like, the dude that's obsessed with Paige Pierce, man, he thinks. <laughs> and then so he knew what it was. The first guy that I've ever seen that knew what yeah, spin and yeah, throw yeah. was. So, um, but uh, yeah, other than that, uh, we went over to in laws' house, had a nice barbecue there with German wieners, um, and then uh, I made pasta salad, literally, See? but not just the pasta. I made salad and threw fusilli pasta in right, there. Right, and it was right, delicious. Right, right. Um, and everything else was bought from Old World. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And then uh, we've been watching a lot of Twin Peaks, which is very much about high strangeness. Uh, David Lynch makes a lot more sense now that we've been in this world of stuff. Yeah. Because he's very into, like, transcendental meditation mm-hmm. and studying, uh, you know, high strangeness stuff, paranormal, right, alternate right, dimension, right, right, stuff right. like that. I had never gotten past, I think I'd watched the pilot, which is an hour and a half long, three times, and we finally got past it, but uh, we're on season two, and then there's the prequel movie that's supposedly terrible, and then there's the supposedly amazing The Return that was on Showtime a few okay. years ago, yeah. when, when it's like the final, you know, because it kind of ends on a weird kind thing. of a cliffhanger, like, you know, no real answers kind of thing, but, uh, uh, I mean, I'm late to the game saying this, but... Very much appreciate Kyle McLaughlin who plays Agent Cooper. Like he's fucking. Mm. I thought he was funny on, you know, fucking Portlandia, and I've seen him in movies and stuff like that. Right. But, right, right. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's, he's got a. Around. Yeah. He's like that. I mean, have you have you watched Twin Peaks? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. But I know who's in it. It is some of those things. The first season is like is excellent. The second season, you can tell they're like, hey, the first eight episodes were a huge success. Let's have a whole twenty-two episode season, and you can tell. They have lots of plot lines that are just kind of dumb. They're entertaining to watch, yeah. but they're kind of dumb filler at a lot of points. Right, but, right, right. Um, and but, Bill Bandy um, says, speaking of that dude, anyone interested in the Dune remake? Yeah, because he's in Dune yes, as well. exactly. Uh, yeah. I am very much. Again, I, I, yeah. I've been watching the old Dune and appreciating it more every time I yeah, watch yeah. it. It's like, oh, this is weird, but God, I get those, it more and more. Ugh, the fucking, whatever those, the yeah, dudes the that are all rotted or like, like yeah, so, yeah, f- the radiation, yeah, 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 oh, yeah. so fucking disgusting. Yeah, and they're just like David Lynch as well, of course. Yeah. But, uh uh, my wife also didn't believe me that it's the same actor that plays the main guy in Dune, uh, okay. which we watched yeah, and right, she hated, right, of right, course, because right. it's you know whatever. Too but, crazy. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah. So there, there's no spoilers really, but they're getting to the they're getting to the like the Thelma Alistair Crowley Hellier shit now. Okay. Um, where they're talking about the Black Lodge and the White Lodge, mm. and uh, the Black Lodge is supposedly where 
the beings that the men in black come from. Come from. Okay. So, um, Bobaney says he saw it in the theater. Yeah, he's that old. Oh wow. So, yeah. You're, I didn't. You know, you're that old at heart. Refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't want to say you know old the, at heart, but young at cock. The just for men I could see in your hair, touch of gray, and <laughs> no. And the fact you have daughters and kids graduating yeah. high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, running running your own early. business, yeah. also going out and biking and disc right. golfing uh, while leisure. running your own business, which yeah. is, I mean, yeah. Bo Bandy, what take your $35 back and use those hands to not pay for that credit card bill and give yourself a round of applause and a clap on the back. Yes, because you candy do anything D, <laughs> Mr. Bo Bandy. <laughs> <laughs> take those handies. I should have Yeah, oh, there you go. Built up. <laughs> Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, nothing, nothing too crazy. Fourth of July was fun. There yeah. was definitely, I think I was telling you before the record. Yeah. Last year, there was still plenty of people out last year, but, uh, uh, this year, the neighborhood that we go to, uh, Thick Nick, uh, for those that follow Puttfuckers and, uh, some of our disc golf content. Yeah. Thick Nick's daddy, Carl, who we talked about on the show, uh, they always host, he and his mommy. Yeah. Uh, they always do a great party and, uh, their neighborhood, uh, had literally, literally thousands of people on their bike, right. their bikes in bike gangs cruising around, mm-hmm. uh, boozing it up. <laughs> right. Usually it's a little warm out. It's like, oh, like people got a golf cart and they're drinking. It's like, nope. Every single person that was even sort of of age mm-hmm. had alcohol on their bikes. So right, right, right. Something I don't understand. Uh, I'd like to just hole up in the party that we have. Uh, but I was spreading out the, I brought a lot of canned stouts. I had that uh, Chaos Grid PBJ Crawler, oh, which great. was I it was too. it's really good, but it it tastes almost identical to the LOL edition, which I won't oh, complain okay. about. But right, it's right, like right. Yeah, still, yeah, um, it's not heavy. Uh, I brought some of those Enegrin beers that you gave me. Oh yeah, and there's a fucking guy I never seen there. I'm talking about the Enegrin, and this guy has a shirt because they were just there the day before. Oh, there you go. Um, you see me Valley having a good time. Yes, or and wherever uh, somewhere else technically I think, but it's yeah, right yeah. on the border, north. Or Ventura County, South no, Ventura no, County. No, it's still no, LA I County. Think, I think that's still LA County. I think. Mm. But anyways, yeah, because like Simi Valley and then some other town where right, it right. runs technically. Because you guys were at the Thousand Oaks Sapwi course and right. were close enough there. Right, to, right, right, right. That zone. Um, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. Uh, our dog Callie, who was only home, there was. I mean, obviously, there's fireworks going off the whole fucking yeah. weekend, but. Uh, she was only home for a few hours. My wife also does not like fireworks. She went home around seven, and uh, Callie, had, your, Callie your... had chewed her entire bed in her crate apart. Oh boy! So that pretty we pretty much expect that every year because yeah, yeah. there's no amount of tranquilizers we can give her that will calm her the fuck no, down when yeah, the fireworks happen. My other dog Booker could not care less about fireworks. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I still remember, yeah, when Harris left this the party here when I busted out fireworks yes. on a random night. Because you had mortars as well, right? Uh, no, these were all pretty tame. I think it was like Rob brought some dumb... Oh, that's right. Yeah, I don't think I lit anything super ones. crazy. Yeah. But she was just like, nope, and like literally... Got yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah, she's... Uh... She's had to learn to accept it. She also hates that I contribute any money to like the family fireworks pot. Right, right, right. You're literally just fucking burning it. (laughs) Right, right. But it's fun. Yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, so fun was had by all, and then uh, had a had a nice little day off yesterday. Fuck. Uh, And the biggest news in my entire life: marriage. Who cares? Right. 
uh, getting my wife pregnant for the first time right. didn't work out. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I Way to blow it again, Joe. <laughs> but I made my first pizza from scratch. Oh, there you go. Uh, from I, do, do to crow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my first pizza from scratch that I would say was restaurant worthy. Um, but uh, better than most pizzas that I get. And it was right. extremely easy. Again, yeah, yeah. like our friend uh, Balin says, he's like, when it comes to Italian food, you just buy some dope ass ingredients and it's going to fucking taste yeah, good. Right, so, right, right. But he's right. Smoke, he's totally right. Slow and low enough. Yeah. <laughs> you got to smoke every pizza yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the Traeger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all the other ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'm excited because the dough, I'm, it's, I'm at a point where it's, I can't do it without looking at the recipe yet, but I'm almost there. So next time we have pizza party here, I'm go. telling you, man, when that shit's fresh, yeah. There is no stretch back. It's literally just, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you throw. I mean, it's going to be so much easier now. Yeah. So, um, warmer room temp, nice, exactly. Fresh and dough. My wife had an amazing idea as well. I'm making the grandma pies right now because I don't have the uni oven, so I'm making the thicker crust in the in the big cookie right. sheet, um, and uh, kind of like apollonias. But uh, she's like, you know, you could make like dessert versions of like you could just oh, yeah, take yeah, yeah. leave off the fucking oregano and put like butter and Nutella and cinnamon and cream and this yep, and that. Yep, and yep, she, yep, I was yep. like, you're absolutely fucking right. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to do that, and I'm going to gain 100 pounds back. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, but uh, don't feel sick. Don't have the pizza shits yeah. that I usually get from crappy pizza. Right, from the gets of the pizza shits. Um, the but, yeah, it uh, was very good. Other than that, we're going to get into uh, this fucking episode, The World Before Time, and we're going to take a break okay. so I can take a pizza shit. I lied. I have horrible cramps of shit right now. Booger. 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 Hello. Uh, this is the world before time. I I have high level thoughts on this episode, but what were your high level thoughts? Uh, rehash. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Again, it's just fine. Yeah. Just we did get Robert Shack back in here mm-hmm. as well. Um, but yeah, it wasn't anything really gripping or exciting. I yeah. don't know you. I had a few. There were a few cool moments, not because it was stuff I didn't really know. But I'm glad that they presented it in a less porn doctory way, mm-hmm. uh, and also the sediment and how it settles upon everything. Yeah, like kind of owning up to the Graham Hancock stuff. I liked the uh, aerospace engineer doctor guy, Michael Carollo, or whatever his name was, mm-hmm. that actually was studying. Like, look, the the poles, the North Pole was in like three different positions. Which, if we're now trying to date these. Uh, we have confirmation from the people that supposedly built it or lived in these megalithic structures that they were aligned to these things, one of which the yeah, pole, yeah. that if the pole's in a different spot every 50,000 years because of this crustal right. displacement thing, that completely throws off the basis for all this shit. But it show, him doing all I was like, wow, that actually seems like a, like a plausible theory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which is Graham Hancock talks about there being people back then that were advanced. Yeah. But this that was the only thing where I was like, that's a cool new piece of information that I didn't really know. Uh, other than that, it was there was a decent amount of rehashing stuff because it was it was an excuse show where anything they have a kind sort of a new way of presenting an old theory or they're catching up with other experts in this in this field or related fields, uh, non mainstream archaeology, I guess you'd have to call it. Um, but they then was just then it was kind of a list show where it was like okay well Teotihuacan and this or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like all those same hits it all it's kind of funny because 
they're presenting contradictory inf- information to what they have claimed before, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is they don't think Teamicon is perfectly aligned to these stars. It's like, what wasn't right. it the North Pole? Like, which one is it kind of thing? Exactly. But I'm just well, glad they're presenting how crazy it. far back you go. Exactly. Yeah. And so I'm just glad they're presenting it. Uh, I am surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. I don't think Graham Hancock ever wanted really anything to do with the show. I think he only had those no. clips that were recorded for something else, which he allowed to be used. Mm-hmm. For the first season, and then they played him for a few more seasons. But he has never well, technically say, he's probably signed off before, under or even knowing what the show was. Exactly, and so because uh, he's made fun of the show, oh yeah, recently yeah. too. But uh, um, yeah, it it uh, it at least was like I kind of liked that it was. Oh, and some of the Noah stuff was cool. Again, we, it's not that we haven't heard a lot of it, like the fucking Dead Sea Scrolls and stuff yeah. like that, but. Um, I don't know. It it just seemed it at least seemed well put together to the theme. I will give right, it that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was plenty of zone out parts for me where I had to kind of rewind and like you know yeah, yeah. Uh, go back. Focus but, in. But um, focus in was the uh, the parody of Ritalin on The Simpsons when they thought that ah, Bart had ADHD. Right, but, right. Um, but anyway, um, yes. yeah. The episode starts uh, in 2018 at the creation of the Goddard Institute's scientific paper uh, that asks if there are ancient civilizations around on Earth, on the planet somewhere, underground, Mm -hmm. under the water, whatever, uh, tens of thousands of years old or older, can we even detect them? Uh, The answer seems to be yes, according to this episode, even though right at the beginning, Michael Denon says, "Eh, not really, because they would just be dust and you can't reckon, you know, so it's, it's, uh, and I I always do love talking about that stuff, like hearing these apocalypse specialists where they talk about you know the rate of concrete destruction and the rebar in it and this yeah. would all literally after 50,000 years it would literally just be unrecognizable dust they're like maybe after 15 to 20 you might still see some frames of some concrete but not the steel the steel would have rusted out or whatever which also means then the concrete's going to be crumbled because there's no steel to reinforce it but right. so it's like you're looking at a pile of rubble by that point and then right. by Barney's exactly uh, 30, 30, 40, 50,000 years, it's fucking nothing, you know? Mm. So, um, now that being said, I always get real nerdy and I'm like, oh, what if there was, what if there was some of those, um, uh, quartz memory chips, for, Superman right. memory chips from the last episode in a pile? You know what I mean? Right, like, what right. if that kind of shit, because that supposedly was indestructible, like gold, right? Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> according to children's hardest but metal on earth. What if there was buildings made of gold, right? right um, right. but, uh, so there's there's obviously little caveats and things like that. Or as we see in this episode, there's a fucking whole song and scene uh like off the coast of Cuba that's like three pyramids and all this shit. And it's like, okay, well that's tens of they did they, they said that was at least ten, if not twenty thousand years old. Um so which again, I don't know how they know that. I guess right. blows from the water levels, I guess. But um but still, I I think that it was at least a positive vibe. I'm still doing finishing a high level thought. There was a positive vibe, I guess, to this episode where I was like, this is at least a fun subject to think about. Right. Instead of something I don't care less about, like more about the Nazca lines or something like right, that. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, Denon says, we're only a couple, we're only a couple hundred years in our own technological you know, revolution. So if we got wiped out, we would possibly just disappear from that record in history. Right. So uh, we get a Sukkot here. He says, who knows what will be left after 100,000 years, or in some cases, hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, fair question. There's right. almost nothing in this episode that I can't, that I don't 
kind of just go, okay, that's a fair point, or agree with. I'm like, yeah, like because it's it's right. it's right. not it's not that it's all speculative. It's just that it's 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 a new a new ish field in archaeology because they can now do it without costing so much money. They can right, use right, the right. laser radar shit like they did with the fucking yeah, um, yeah. the Cuban thing. So, um, so then they wonder why does every religion in the world then talk about some time period where humans and gods mm-hmm. live together. Yes. Uh, cats and dogs living together. Hmm. Mass hysteria. Um, uh, they talk about the Greek author Hesiod who wrote about how they were five ages of man. Uh, it was the Golden Age, the Silver Age, the Bronze Age, which are always like, oh, it's a very comic right, book. Right. I was just going to uh, say. <laughs> very, very DC and Marvel, I guess. But... Um, uh, and then the Age of Heroes and the Iron Age, which I guess we are in now, because right. the Age of Heroes was all the all the myths and stories that Greek mythology is made up of. Because it's usually when men and gods were at odds with each other, uh, and they were being asked or forced or whatever to go do these heroic, crazy things. Um, and uh, <clears throat> but Hesiod did not believe that that was mythology. He believed it actually. There yeah, actually true. was an age where. They lived in harmony, right. uh, and you know Zeus didn't turn into a goose and rape a woman and Correct. things like that. Um, the a ass- silly goose. <laughs> that's what. That's all she said. Right, right, right. They, women just weren't as empowered Goosey back then. Gooseism. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she goes through it. Yeah. I'll be having your baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, goose. <laughs> uh, he actually raped a man. Yeah, well, um, yeah. but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he <laughs> <then> was touched. <laughs> they also talk the how uh, the Aztecs had uh, the same very long, thick ages See. in the past. Uh, mine did as well. Medallion man William Henry is on to expound. He says they're often talking about ages, uh, often ages that span many thousands of years, and it opens up the possibility that humanity has gone through intermittent periods of dark and light for many, many thousands of years, for millennia, right. and it's just part of our experience here on Earth. And again, that's an interesting concept to think that why are we even talking about aliens? Right, right. <laughs> when if this is all that's kind of what I liked about the episode too is like this episode is the antithesis. It doesn't have to be, but it pretty much is if it were true. Right. The antithesis of the need for ancient astronaut theory. <laughs> Cuz they keep throwing it in. They're like and I think the earlier people were right. taught by aliens. It's like, okay. Yeah, these <laughs> right. people knew, but they right. knew from the other ones before right. who were aliens. Right. Meanwhile, for the yeah. past 14 seasons, you've been saying there was yeah. direct contact people, with people yeah. from 5,000 years Middle ago, ages, whatever. Yeah. How you do you know? explain all the paintings which you go over and the frescoes and all that kind of stuff? Right. Like, yeah. Hey, kid, have a fresco. Yeah. Um, we get Zadok on now here. Yeah, you're getting it. <laughs> Rabbi Zadok, uh, who I always enjoy on the show, and he talks about... Uh, Genesis 36 in the uh, Old Testament, talking uh, about... I think it was 16-bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, I did watch I did watch that Netflix, uh, very Adult Swim-style cartoon movie called America. It was like America, the Founding Fathers. It's like this, basically it turned the Founding Fathers into um, like X-Men or whatever, kind uh, of. okay. And it's like Jason Manzukis and like Channing Tatum. It's like a lot of UCB yeah, yeah. people and whatever too. I never want to watch it. It was kind of funny. I guess there was funny stuff, but uh, one of the running gags that was funny till it wasn't funny, and then they would keep doing it till it's funny. It's a movie, so okay. it's like full like movie, and uh, it's like hyper violent and all that stuff too. Um, but one of the on oh, the, shit, one of the runners, the uh, the ongoing jokes is that uh, Channing Tatum plays George Washington, Washington, who is like a total like frat guy kind of right. dummy. 
who's trying to do the right thing, but he's dumb. Just, yeah. And so every he, whenever he makes like some poignant statement, he always just goes John three sixteen. Like like for no matter what it is, because <laughs> that is the only Bible fucking quote, like Psalm and chapter anyone in fucking knows, right. you know. Well, Austin. Uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Zadok talks about uh, Genesis thirty six uh, and uh, how it lists. Lots of pre-Adamic, you know, before Adam, mm-hmm. before Adam's pre-cum. Yes. Um, His which rib. Is, which is how Jesus was born. Yeah, Mick ribs. Yes. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> ripped out the Mick rib, but he, only seasonally throughout yeah, the year. Say, <laughs> he told the corporate headquarters at McDonald's that they must bring the Mick rib <laughs> back so that he could create woman could for the pluck world. Pluck it from the wrapper and then create the final forms of woman. <laughs> Um, but uh, yeah, even technologically advanced civilizations. I wish they would have gone into what kind of technology that they had. Right? Mm-hmm. Was it just ships? Was it the castles or whatever? Right, right. Um, would have been interesting. But he does make the point that uh, he oh he well he lists one of them. He says, and according to Enochian literature, so the Book of Enoch, right, which was expelled from the Bible earlier on. He's like, we have a record of it being. So technologically advanced, even to the point of having nuclear technology. And that's where I'm like, is he just talking about the Ark of the Covenant? Because that's quite post-Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, what what cultures... Like, I just wanted to see an example of like, oh, there was some mythical culture in biblical times, that, or you know, 10,000 years before Adam, that was like, called this, and they fucking had some shining light that destroyed cows, or whatever it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was microwave. What's up? I can't read it. Uh, oh, eight inch hanger. Eight inch hanger. Getting that t- Twitch Prime. <laughs> tut tut. It looks like Rain Prime. prime. Uh, <laughs> thank you, eight inch hanger. I remember eight inch hanger. Oh yeah, I uh, forgot the about handle. That one. <laughs> I remember that <laughs> handle. <laughs> it is always funny getting the emails like Big Sick Winger is now following <laughs> probing each and eight inch hanger, all sorts. Yes. Arigato. See. Um. Oh, this is where this guy Mark, uh, Doctor Mark Carlotto. Wrote a book called Before Atlantis, and when I first saw him, I was like, oh, he's going to be some fucking other ancient astronaut theorist convert who's looking away from the scientific method and all that stuff. But uh, he seems to be kind of the perfect balance of being open, you know, because everyone always argues, hey, the scientific method should not be so dogmatic. It should be open to any new information, any new right, data, right, and right, you know, right. go after it. Yeah, but data. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Aiden Changer said, woohoo, I'm interacting. <laughs> I'm internetting. Oh, internetting. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Well, same difference. Uh, and then wrote YW, which means your wanger. Oh, yes. Um, Young wang. Yes. Uh, uh, this guy was respectable, Mark Carlotto, so it was worth... Uh, a little Wikipedia search. Uh, Mark Carlotto is an aerospace engineer with over 30 years of experience in satellite imaging, remote sensing, signal and imaging processing, pattern recognition, and app development. He uh, developed Grinder. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he received a PhD in electrical That's engineering. That's an app development. Yes, from Carnegie Mellon University. They have high standards exactly. in the bushes. Oh, yeah. Uh, in 1981, and has published over 100 technical articles and written six books. I think uh, Before Atlantis is the only book kind of about something not just mm. engineering related. Mm. Um, but he draws from his unique background uh, in Before Atlantis and, ex- to, uh, and experience to propose new answers to basic questions concerning human origins, ancient technology, and archaeological enigmas. Um, we get a sucler here. It's a long one, just like 8-inch hanger. It says, according to mainstream archaeology, the gods were nothing but a figment of our imagination. 
And I wholeheartedly disagree with this because our ancestors were very clear between distinguishing gods of nature and gods who actually descended from the sky physically and taught mankind in various disciplines. So if there is a prehistoric civilization, then I am saying that that knowledge came from choo-choo extraterrestrials. Yum, yum. Um, I guess that was kind of interesting, but at the same time, where, it, where the distinguishing between... He's never said that clearly before. He's like, no, no. There were sky gods and there were nature gods. And I'm like, yeah, but a lot of the nature gods still came from the sky. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, yes, there are plenty of... I mean, I th- he's, it seems more like he's talking about Native American religions where it's like, okay, we have tree spirits, we got Pocahontas spirits, right. we got Miko, the raccoon spirits, and then they have their Chichu sky gods. See, si, see. Si. Um, that's the Chichu tribe. Right, right, right. Chichu tribe. Uh, he got the, a... the whistle. Oh, oh, Kyle Humrakauza uh, says, hey, sluts, I'm here catching a stream live for the first time in a minute. Hope you guys have been doing well. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, he has oft messaged on Instagram and things like that. Ah, so, okay. Um, Very nice. Been a long time fan of the long show. Long time pro. Uh, this was the first kind of zone out moment because they go, and now we're going to tell a little story about ancient Sumeria and the Anunnaki. I was like, fuck, right. like, fuck. They I don't... came a lot, it yes. <laughs> Um Now, the episode, this chunk of the episode wasn't interesting, but... There has been some recent-ish findings. Uh, it could have been in the news, I guess, section of the show. Not really. But recent findings, because uh, they start talking about this Lascaux cave in France and the Birdman paintings that were in there. Yeah. Um, Birdman! <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, a recent excav- or ex- sorry, exploration of the ver- some of the various old cave paintings in France, yeah. I think other places too, um, there's like famously like what look what people thought were just uh, was vandalism like they're mm. kind of these ha- like scratch uh, scratchy like hash marks on it. Um, they don't ru- but they don't ruin the drawing. It's like they weren't like trying to scrape it out. These lines are in these patterns over it, and when they lit a, instead of using flashlights okay. and, and work lights, when they would light the the room with torches because they're like, why are these fuckers going a yeah, half mile yeah. into this cave? Right. Where there are animals living there yeah. that could kill them, what's so important, right? So, what's so important? You got to go so deep. Yeah. Um, but when the torch is on and the fire's flickering in the cave, it's almost like it looks animated. Like the mm. shadows and everything make it yeah. look like the little stories playing. And I was okay. like, that's fucking amazing. Like, that was yeah, so yeah. fascinating. Good I was like, holy shit. Happened. Like, yeah. that yeah. they, they figured, like, she, seeing shadows dancing and stuff like that, which leads them to believe more it was like probably where they were doing Theater meditation or, or yeah, yeah, shaman. It was like, because a lot of these were likely drawn by the shamans of the culture, at least from what they knew about some of those tribes. Right. Kind of, I mean, this is eighteen thousand years ago, but um, but anyway, thought that was really interesting. Um, they because this Lascaux cave has a Birdman drawing, they then of course link it to the sum of the Anunnaki figures that look like birds. Like right. they literally show the same two pictures that look like Birdmen, and then all of the other gods are humanoid. And they show like 15 pictures over and over again. So I'm like, it's because his clot where he's like, depicted as being Birdman. And I'm like, but they're not all Birdman. Like, right, unless right, they're right, different right. forms of the same god, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Cogni Collins, for some reason, nothing against him, but he's gotten he's got some weird assignments uh, the last three episodes that really don't pertain to him. But uh, he says, in the, in the last scale cave, there was a very deep 
shaft with an incredible pictorial story on the wall. It shows a huge bull-like creature, and next to it is this Birdman figure with an enormous beak interacting with it. And it's like, the beak doesn't look enormous. And I'm also like, how do you tell that's a fucking Birdman? Because it's like, it's it's like not an enormous beak, so it looks like too little. I'm like, could those right. be lips? Could those, I don't know, yeah. whatever. But I'm sure there's reasons they know, like motifs and things they get that it's like not a normal human picture. But um, they also show another Birdman painting from 44,000 years ago. Which that's crazy in and of itself, because I think that's a pretty recent find, the the yeah. one that's over forty thousand years old. Cause uh I think the Lascaux Cave was like the original oldest Same. one. Yeah, yeah. Um which was only sixteen to eighteen thousand. So a lot of children chiming in by this point. Uh and he chimes in here and he says, So we have all these burn man figures. So what are the chances that they're just coincidentally created in these different areas? You know, sixteen thousand and forty four thousand years apart. I'm like I, that's not that big of a stretch, man. Right, <laughs> like, right, right. There's only so many animals that humans see every day all the time. And guess what? Birds are the most fucking common one because right, right. every mammal, every, every, they all hide and skitter and do all these things. Birds are fucking, skitter, skitter. <laughs> uh, birds are all hanging out in fucking trees around you because you can't eat them from there, right? right. So um, anyway, he says, so we have to ask ourselves, are these bird men actually representative of the Anunnaki who were extraterrestrials who appeared to ancient people all over the world. Uh, we cut to Boston. This is the first 2020 timestamp we get in the show. And we're in uh, Dr. Mark Carlotto's home office, it looks like. And uh, it's like a little intro to him. Like, it's 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 in his home office. Uh, and this is where he's doing his whole um, demonstration of how he came to the conclusions of uh, taking... What's his name? Hap, Hapgood, I think, was the guy that did the crustal displacement theory and wrote the book in the 30s, and mm-hmm. even Einstein was into it and all that stuff. He was kind of testing Hapgood's theory. and uh, Full good. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Hapgood. Yeah. Uh, and showing that, yeah, if, if he thought there was at least, in the last 100,000 years, there was probably three different positions that the North Pole mm-hmm. was, and they're pretty drastically different, mm-hmm. which would then... Every 10 or 20,000, or you know, every whatever. I think it was 150 and then the younger driest period, right? Uh, which was like 12 when they shifted. And so if, if it's shifting that drastically, then yeah, I mean, cultures, cultures built. I mean, the crazy shit was that like some of the Greek stuff was like from the 100,000 year time period where that pole was, right? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, and even mainstream archaeologists say, oh, this shit might be even older, but I'm like, I'm like, really? The Parthenon could be a hundred thousand years. I don't, I'm like, I don't think that seems gnarly. Unless they're yeah. saying like maybe it was already a foundational site, and then the pillars yeah, and things some are crazy different. But ancient, yeah, right. basic kind of structure. Right, like that, like that area, the 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 temple mounts in Athens right, right. were older. Based you know what on, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because they're saying like Baalbek and like all the all these old structures all are like pointing to this exact same point. They're all lying with this exact same northern mm-hmm. point. Because there's nothing there now that's of note, but okay. with with the math that Hapgood did, that was supposedly very sound, and again, Albert Einstein said this actually kind of makes sense. Uh, where they would have been there are all of these nexus points where these things are pointing. So right. pretty interesting. Uh, I did note that his desk is kind of gross. It's really stained up and looks ah. like there's like white powder and stuff on mm-hmm. it. But I also respect that because it means he works hard and he's not busy tidying his fucking desk up all the time. Right. Yeah, uh, OCD about that. Because I grew up with a mom who, if she would have seen that on this show, oh, God, his desk is disgusting. And I would have been like, he's presenting potentially like a paradigm-shifting yeah, theory. Yeah. 
and all you can think about is the fucking soup stains on his desk. Right, right, right. Stupid bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I love you, Mom. In case you ever listen, God. please listen to my show. Yes. Eight Inch Hanger says Coke, probably that too. It, yes, Coca-Cola. exactly. He was, oh, he had to stay up late yeah. to uh, check all these points. Exactly. Um, oh, I even mentioned before knowing Shock was back on the show mm-hmm. that this is kind of like a Robert Shock style theory right. that he has for the Sphinx. Uh, but like blown up into pretty much every major megalith um, mm-hmm. that uh, could be older. So um, this is where all the uh, calculations are done, and I explained that already. Uh, Teotihuacan was the first kind of key to this. Mm-hmm. Um, is it didn't line up except uh, if it was built literally tens of thousands of years earlier than the mainstream archaeologists believe. Um, Childress does make the point. He says, uh, and this crustal displacement caused... Huge cataclysmic changes to my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah, it's quite yummy. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I never, I never understood the kids that were so picky about crust. Yeah, that, that they, they would it. not eat it unless the crust was cut or ripped off. And I was like, but your teeth are so you much thinner eat it. than yeah. the, than even the quarter inch of bread before the crust. Like, well, just yeah, chew like up to the just, crust and right, right, and like right. rip it out. Well, right. I'm not going to eat that. I would literally get shit given to me because like, oh, there's crust on this, and I can right, taste right, it. I'm right, like, right, right. God, I fucking hate. Like, even at the time, You're I was like, I fucking hate you. Why aren't you a big fat piece of shit like I am, <laughs> who emotionally <laughs> eat eats to replace all. the lack of love and yeah. physical affection that he got from his parents? You need to get all that yummy in your tummy, little boy. Come on, eat it up. <laughs> Why is Joey is all, Joey always in this like leather biker suit at school? <laughs> God, he's really cool looking though when he was standing by that tree and his hair was all slicked back. <laughs> I couldn't see it under that yeah. leather style cop hat, right? Cop, cop <laughs> yeah, style yeah. hat. Yeah, he's top hat. That's like uh, two sizes too small for his yeah, head. Is that it's on? It's it's hung on with a rubber. Is pad. that a thing in the in that community? A top hat is a hat they wear to show that you're a right. top. Exactly. Because <laughs> underneath is just. A really nice like uh, sign they have at hotels where it's like "Be back in ten minutes" at like the right. front desk. Yeah. But it says, "I don't get fucked in the ass." Right. And that's right. they just they take they, they, just they go me. they go hey man, Boop, and they secret. lift it up and it just says "I don't get fucked" and they go right. You know, okay. not make not trying to make a big you deal. <laughs> yeah, a little secret for you, and <laughs> just looking around. Is that what you want? <laughs> you know that? Sorry, no yeah. dice here, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just rest. I only fuck you. Yeah, yeah. And then is there a bottom hat? There could be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what would that squishy be? Squishy boots. I guess maybe that's a pork pie. It could hat. be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone wearing a pork pie's bottom? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, playing up like that's not manly and tough. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry. This is all just explaining. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Oh, there's the desk cleaning thing. <laughs> Uh, we can skip now. Okay, that whole segment is now done because I already explained it. Uh, they go back to Gobekli Tepe, which I love Gobekli Tepe, but I was also like, fuck, here's another rehash point, right, too. Right. But uh, very recently, in 2019, Robert Schock and some other archaeologists that he partnered with uh, has the theory, and they showed it, and I'm like, it does look like writing of some kind, but he's like, uh, um, he thinks that there are true hieroglyphs, like actual symbolic writing of some language that we don't know what it is, but some language on some of the pillars. And they show it, I'm like, that does, I never even noticed that before. Yeah, yeah. They clearly do not look just like designs that are like, you know, trimming the pillars, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Yeah, so, and trimming the pillars. Yes. <laughs> it's uh, my favorite gay porn. 
<laughs> my Tripping favorite yeah. <laughs> It finally edged out hot mm-hmm. buns. Um, and we get our first shockwave in quite a while, everyone. Welcome to lack like, of... what, 10 seasons or something? I, yeah, it's been a long time. Welcome to not too many consonants where I talk. Because yeah. I'm kind of drunk, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's nice, though, because it's new footage. He's a little more gray-haired. I yeah. think this this was... Is he holding someone's hand? I feel like they're like high-fiving. They're doing like a hand. There was the handshake with the archaeologist yeah. that he was, um, you know, like they're jerking off. Happy, right? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes oh, very yeah. happy. Yeah. Wouldn't you be? Yes. Wouldn't you be? <laughs> um, I forgot. Geology Jesus was his nickname. Exactly. Um, but he says... Uh, uh, I am convinced now that we have what we can only call writing, actual symbolic notation writing on some of the pillars. I'm going a little too drunk here. <laughs> we're, still, <laughs> we're still trying to interpret them, but if this analysis is correct, then it goes against the conventional standard of thinking up until now that writing didn't exist anywhere on Earth until six or 7,000 years after Gobekli Tepe. And what we see at Gobekli Tepe... I don't believe that's the beginning. So, um, yeah, I'm almost doing like the, the Brule, um, right, right, right. The check it out, the Steve Brule, yeah, where no, he's yeah, become yeah. fully retarded, basically. I got to dial it back, but um, they do have some really cool radar photos of this uh, kind of triple pyramid looking. It looks just like Teotihuacan, but it's under a bunch of water, and it's it's really cool lidar pictures of it. Looks like a little miniature built for you know some sci-fi movie or something in the '60s. But um, I was like, oh, that's cool, like just showing a news. Yeah, I don't yeah, remember yeah. seeing any fucking news about that, but um, I, I I can only imagine that's mostly shared in archaeological periodicals and things like that, mm-hmm. or if or in case you know Buzzfeed Science or something picks right, it up. Right, but right. Um, I follow all those things, so I would think that I would see it. But it's yeah, kind of yeah. anyway. Um, and they think, oh, sorry, they think that it's roughly 50,000 years old because of the, the water levels, which again, I mean, think about ancient Egypt not even being 10,000 years ago. <laughs> not even. <laughs> Ooh, naughty little yeah, van over yeah, there. Not even. <laughs> even Ooh, how's van? your diagram van? Yes. It looks like fucking two butt cheeks and a butthole in the middle. It's wild. That's where all these concepts meet is right in the asshole. <laughs> um... Back to bottom top. Yes, the concepts meet. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, Childress chimes in again with another long one, but this is a big song and CD one. Right. Uh, he's like, we've got ruins all over the world that are underwater. Ruins have been found in Lake Titicaca. We have the formation of Yonaguni in Japan off the island of Yonaguni. Uh, we have underwater cities around India. Uh, he talks about the one that was like the home of Krishna that thought was right, right. it was thought to be Mythical until like 10 years ago when they actually found it. Uh, there are 200 known sunken cities in the Mediterranean alone. So they were obviously built at a time when the ocean levels and the seas and the continents were quite different than they are today. And uh, I wrote, I can't argue with you at all, my boy. Uh, didn't remember writing that. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, now they do uh, rehash the shock shit. Fucking shock shit. Right, right. Now it, they, they, I'm sure they said... Can you remind the, the viewers like what your initial Sphinx theory was? They go right. over how the erosion at the base body of this, not on the head, the base body of the Sphinx, which even the Egyptians say it, the, the head was modified. It was right, something right, else right. beforehand. Um, the base body of the Sphinx is cl- has clear signs of water erosion, not sand and wind erosion. So uh, he's like, and he said before, like this is geology 101 shit. He's like, any geologist that looks at that 
There are clear signs called this, this, and this kind of striations and whatever mm -hmm. and cracks and all that stuff uh, that only occur with gravity-based precipitous erosion, right? Right, right, right? right, right. Um, And then there are lots of cool shots of him at the Sphinx, though, so more than just the one that you know I ripped off for the Instagram post yeah. or whatever. Uh, but yeah, him hanging out around the fucking Sphinx pool or whatever they call it. Um, and he says that climate change, massive, quick climate change, because he's very much in the Graham Hancock camp and they're friends. Uh, the the whole Younger Dryesque, you know, meteor storm, perhaps, whatever caused that, he thinks it's a solar flare. Sorry. that's I think that's where even Graham Hancock is like, he's like, I think it was meteors. He thinks it was solar flare. Right, it doesn't right. really yeah, change anything. The, yeah, but, kind of discrepancies yeah. and stuff. Um, but... Um, but he says, obviously, he's like, he's like, all the glaciers would have virtually melted instantly, and then that would have caused so much water to evaporate and be up in the atmosphere. And he's like, the atmosphere can only hold. It's not like that guy that followed it probing aliens on Twitter who could hold 1.5 liters of semen in his stomach. He said it right in his description right, of his profile. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Very odd. Any time for the rest of my life now, someone says, oh, I can only hold this much liquid for any yeah, reason. Yeah, it's going to be yeah, like, well, well now it's that, it that, nude, that yeah. nude, actual Randy from Trailer Park Boys right, looking like guy. That, yeah. <laughs> Claiming his gut for oh, can hold God. that much. <laughs> um, with no vomiting. Yeah. That's key. <laughs> That's key. Uh, anyway, so torrential rain must have happened and done a lot of erosion in a, in a relatively short amount of time. So. Right. Because um, this is the middle of the Sahara Desert where there's not a lot, and there hasn't been a lot of torrential rainfall. Yeah. Um, the next segment starts off with uh, a man named Irving Finkel, okay. who does not look or sound like his name might imply, but right. he works at the British Museum. He's a curator there uh, in London. So in 2014, he took a Sumerian tablet, and I was like, fuck, if this is another fucking end or not, but it wasn't. Thankfully, it was not. He's just... A museum archaeologist expert. He's just a normal guy. But uh, he was like a British Santa Claus, though. British hippie Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, but he takes his tablet and he translates it. He was Oh, because he's a, sorry, he's a cuneiform expert, right? That's okay. like the whole area yeah, he yeah, curates yeah. In, the, in the museum. And he figured out that there's all of these different elements to the story of the Great Flood and that it's dated over at least a thousand years before the Bible was written. So... Mm -hmm. um, so he wrote a book called The Ark Before Noah, A Great Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so uh, this this was maybe like the other part where I perked up and I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I mean, Noah's, the new Noah stuff's interesting. I have never, like, I, did not, I do not remember them ever mentioning that the Ark was likely shaped like a pyramid mm. and not like the a fucking boat. cubits right, and yeah, the this yeah, and yeah. whatever, right? So... Um, but, uh, oh, then they do a fucking listicle of uh, all the other flood myth stories from, you know, again, there's over 200 religions that have flood myth stories from literally yeah. every continent in the fucking world. So um, no surprise there. Uh, an archaeologist named Ucello from the Netherlands in 1940 discovers, this was cool too, because I didn't, I mean, I'm sure Graham Hancock has said this before in his presentation, but... That ash line that's about 50 feet down in most geological strata, not everywhere. I mean, at least he, in the Netherlands yeah. it was. Um, but the strata that it's on is all around that eleven to 13,000-year period. Um, and it's found in uh, at least eight countries and all that. It's, like, it's crazy. So uh, it's, called, that's, it's called the Ucello Horizon for the guy that yeah. founded it. Yeah. So um, this is where Shock says, 
he thinks it was a solar flare that caused all that. Uh, solar flare. Hmm. Uh, we get another shockwave, and he says, based on my analysis of the evidence, there was a major solar outburst. This caused, in a flash, the glaciers to melt virtually instantaneously. They cause an evaporation of water. We have physical evidence of this in the geological records. So I already kind of said that. Yeah. Um, they do make the point that in all of the flood myths, there is an otherworldly being of some kind that warns the main character of the myth that the flood is coming. So yeah. the flood has come. Yeah, exactly. Um, but um, And so this is to the point where I'm like, why are we even talking about aliens in this episode? <laughs> again, yeah, there's just, again, these episodes, like, where's the aliens coming? Because they're making the point that, hey, these otherworldly beings could have just been advanced humans that were more advanced right, right. before the other dudes they were talking to. Um, and But it's like, no, like, this is where they keep doubling down. Like, I think it was them that was the extraterrestrials or whatever. So um, uh, uh, they go over the Dead Sea Scrolls again. Which talks about the birth of Noah, how when he came out of his mommy's uh, beautiful little vagina, he had this, this is, <laughs> it says it in the Dead Sea Scrolls. I looked it up. It does say it, but Sooks says it in a way that he's so proud, but it happens to be that he is very light skinned, has very beautiful blonde hair okay. and shining blue eyes brighter than the sun. <laughs> and I'm like, it gets into that weird Aryan race kind of fucking thing, whatever. Uh, but uh, and again, Sukta's is not trying to say that, but it's like they always have to be so proud when the shining ones, the white, the Nordic-looking aliens. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So uh, Methuselah, which is the name, he was he was Noah's family again in in, in Enochian literature, uh, even in the Bible. Noah's family is known to have. Very long life. Like Methuselah's, Methuselah's like over a thousand years old. Oh, God. <laughs> so yeah. there was something going on with their DNA. Even still, the fact that when the baby came out, he had shining white skin, blue eyes, and blonde hair. Even Methuselah was like, uh, his dad, who is not Methuselah, I can't remember his name, but his dad takes him to his dad and goes, This isn't my fucking son. What, what, you know, was this, was this the fucking galactic mailman came over here and banged yeah. my wife? Uh, and Methuselah, Methuselah says, He came from a place where men and angels have met. So. Yeah. Maybe like he's a hybrid or something right, like that, right? right? Uh, of course, Sooks thinks he has alien DNA. Um, the second to last segment uh, talks about a secret text that only had been discovered in 2016 in one of the Dead Sea Scrolls in Jerusalem, I think at the University of Jerusalem. This is where, as Childress chimes in here and says, it indicated that Noah's Ark wasn't in the shape of a ship at all, but was in the shape of a pyramid. Yeah. Um, which I hadn't heard that before. It's kind of cool. They show the golden doors, the golden gilded doors with this 10-panel uh, Old Testament set of stories by uh, Lorenzo Ghiberti, the Italian, the Renaissance artist. Yeah. I have been through those doors. I do not yes. remember the pyramid. Sorry. I would have looked. Um, there's also a huge... I don't actually, I actually don't know if I went through those doors. I think we were like lined up around the fucking city center for like an hour and a half mm -hmm. to get in the door where tourists go. Right, right. But, um, but anyway. Door where tourists. Uh, it was that picture. Look it up. It's Ghiberti. Just look up Ghiberti Noah's Ark or, you know, or Ghiberti doors on Il Duomo in Florence. Uh, the fucking pyramid looks pristine and perfect. Like it's perfectly smooth. It's And it looks like the Great Pyramid in mm -hmm. Giza, um, which would have, again... These Dead Sea Scrolls would have been older than that. Right. Um, and so they wonder, like, so was the Ark a ship or was it just 
a craft that allowed people to survive a huge flood. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it didn't have to float in the water necessarily. But they also get into later how, I still think that they're microwave energy. And I'm like, okay, I don't fucking care. Who cares about that part? But um, they talk about the pyramids of Djoser. Uh, yeah, the Djoserian. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and how that's thought to be the oldest period. <laughs> oldest pyramid. Oh, God. Yeah. Not because... Uh, from the oldest period, and not yeah. not because they have proof of that, but because it looks the shittiest. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just a step pyramid. Right. It's kind of janky looking. So uh, of course we archaeologists, we archaeologists, yes. uh, most your average archaeologist is thinking linearly, going like, mm. oh, so you got more cr- or less and less crude as time went on, and now it's perfect and pristine. Right. Um, it is funny though because Childress talks about he's talking about how it actually should be. The evidence shows. Technically, it should be flip flop, where the uh, Great Pyramid was likely first, and the more primitive cultures that came after were trying to replicate the Cool Pyramid. Okay, which which Childress is all said. He's like, clearly, it's the best pyramid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so cool. Um, but uh, he's also doing a lot of uh, hand, hand talking circle. as if he's mashing like a ball of dough. I got yeah. pizza on the mind, but he's just like doing this, like ah, like this thing, right, like right, forming right. forming things. Um, the, but. Uh, Eight-inch hanger says his he enjoys a prose lamp's humor, but his wife not so much. <laughs> he, have a great night. I'll have to listen on my. Yeah. <laughs> have to put she, the headphones. She on. does very much enjoy that my handle is eight-inch hanger. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't enjoy prolapse. Humor. Yeah, she's not in for that sort of thing. But yeah. uh, fine. This is where boys <laughs> will be boys. <laughs> um, Children chimes in again and says, "I personally think." The pyramids were some kind of energy generators. And, and now we have this evidence that the Ark wasn't a boat-type shape, but was actually a pyramid shape. So was it possible that whoever built the pyramids of Egypt was doing so to try and preserve their technology? And I'm like, I guess, you know, yeah. but uh, you, it, it seemed to be kind of a uh, sophisticated yet crude microwave energy emitter when they were showing, like, the theory of, oh, there's that water pool that creates vibrations underneath and then it shoots the microwave energy up to a ship and mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, that's the best we've gotten in terms of what technology's in there. So right. if he thought there was fucking computers and shit in there, then he hasn't said. But yeah. um, anyway, the last little segment here uh, talks about kind of a modern Noah's Ark, which yeah. is uh, Noah, <laughs> which was in uh, 2018 in San Mateo. The vertebrate DNA database was begun. So it's it's literally... Getting DNA samples of every vertebrate on Earth, trying right, to, right. so that they can we can send it into space and recreate these animals, or if a uh, species goes extinct, we can try to uh, reboot it, restinct it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Sooks is like, hey, we don't we don't have forever on this planet, okay? Well, we better we better do something about that, and we are starting working on that today, uh, as if he's part of the project. Um, they do list they do a whole list thing about or space colonization efforts that are going on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, fucking Medallion Man's like, they call this ascension to the skies. I mean, yeah. it finishes, they, oh, they talk about how there's also the, the supposed pyramids on the moon and Mars and the condos and many malls on See. Mars that uh, Barr knows about. Yeah. Um, they were saying that they either were, they either were the ships that the fucking, the ancient primitive, sorry, the ancient advanced humans that escaped the cataclysms from Earth, they went up there in these ships, yeah. or they escaped somehow in other ships and built these pyramids on those planets. 
giving them atmosphere. I don't know, like whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that is the fucking total recall shit. I was but just gonna say, the fucking yeah. pyramid was the oxygen, the atmosphere right, right. creator. He you made know, the hand like the alien. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, they make the kind of interesting. I mean, time loops are always a funny thing where they they again. It also kind of negates the basics of ancient astronaut theory because they go, what if, what if those advanced people that left literally this planet earth 50,000, hundred thousand years ago are the people coming back in UFOs and observing mm -hmm. us now. So, and then, and cause then like Clotworthy and like, what if we're simply meeting us again? And it shows a gray alien. I'm like, why would they look like gray aliens? Right. They wouldn't evolve that much even in 40,000 years. Like, I mean, I don't know, whatever, but, yeah, yeah. um, and it's like, are they trying to come back to Earth now that it's safe again? Again, then why would why would to your your guys's point would they care if we have nuclear weapons and all this other shit? Like it just yeah, doesn't yeah, make any yeah, sense. Yeah. Um, the next episode is they came from the Pleiades, which sounds pretty boring. Sounds like it's just going to be a bunch of gods. And yeah. I, I feel like there's been two other episodes about the Pleiades, or there was right. Destination Orion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel I literally thought there was an episode called They Came from the Pleiades right, before. Already, yeah. Um, or maybe, or no, it was the it was like the yeah. Cygnus mystery because yeah, that's these nuts. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Cygnus mystery is uh, Cogni Collins's book and his whole okay. area of expertise. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. they've been all. I'm sure. Yeah, too, we've done it so much that who knows? right. It's going to be a rehasher, but still, yeah. join us for all the fun prolapse humor. Um, again, prolapse humor, okay. Very large penis humor. No, okay. No, no, inverted. Oh, sorry, yes. Yeah. Pull-up yeah. humor, not okay. Eight-inch penis humor. Exactly. Okay. Hey, it's not a joke when it's real. Okay? Yes. <laughs> um, support the show at patreon.com slash probingagedams for exclusive podcasts every month. Uh, make sure and head over to blackholesupplycompany.com. Make sure and spell a company. Uh, for probing ancient aliens merchandise, disc golf discs, and disc golf apparel, follow us on Twitter at probingaliens on Instagram and not Facebook for a while because our page was unpublished due to community guideline violation when well, we haven't posted shit on there for a while. But uh, anyway, uh, message us on Instagram if you want to reach out to us at Probing Ancient Aliens on Facebook as well, hopefully when that is up or if this is up when you are listening to this sometime in the future. Uh, follow put at Puttfuckers for disc golf content on Instagram and then Puttfuckers, P-U-T-T-F-C-K-R-S spelled a little differently on TikTok. Um, is that because there was already that was already taken? No, I couldn't do the full one. I'm oh, surprised okay. Instagram let us do the full oh, one. Chinese censorship. Yeah. Even the, yeah, yeah. Ancient Chinese censorship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, listen to Beer They're Drunk That or other podcasts, which we haven't done in a long time, but we will at some point. Um, other than that, uh, thanks for subscribing yeah, for guzzling down with yeah. us uh and uh you know keep your prolapses and eight inch hangers moist yeah it'll be nice bye